This week on Fair of the Free Child podcast. Hey, Akila, this is Chimay. I've been facilitating a series of parent workshops in my community on the topic of racial and ethnic identity development. This conversation is really embedded in the larger narrative around what it means to raise liberated black and brown children. I wanted to make sure families get a fuller picture around the very types of beliefs, behaviors, and parenting practices that support the development of healthy free people in my workshops. I want to challenge deeply entrenched and harmful practices and beliefs that have been passed down to us as a result of oppression and colonization that we think create strong free people, but in reality often do the opposite. So I'm really interested to know from other parents and folks that are raising free people what they believe are some of the home environmental conditions that are likely to nurture and support the development of free people. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. I am Akila S. Richards, and you are rocking with a community of Black folks, Indigenous folks, and other people of color immersed or interested in self-directed education. Tune in weekly for insights and strategies from unschoolers, de-schoolers, social justice organizers, co-op and nonprofit founders, recovering public and private school teachers and professors, and believers in lifelong decolonized learning. Like what you're hearing? Head over to RaisingFreePeople.com for more than 100 episodes of Deep Dope Dialogue to fuel your education liberation. Yes, welcome, welcome. I want to shout out right away our newest patron, Nadia. What up, Nadia? Thank you so much for joining the Patreon family. If you're not over on Patreon, it's like buying me lunch once a month. Once a month, take me to lunch. My suggested amount is $27 because it has the number seven in it. And that's my number. And two and seven make nine and nine is my other number. And that's as much as I know about numerology. (laughs) Patreon.com forward slash Akila. This week, we're doing more mad question asking. And you heard the question at the top of this episode. The woman asking the question is a soul worker who has been here with us, a longtime member of the Fair of the Free Child community, Chimay Morales. James, you may have heard Chimay on episode 35. Chimay is a social liberation education activist. Yes, and she really walks the talk. She is the founder of My Reflection Matters. She founded it in 2016 myreflectionmatters.org. Chimay wanted to speak to the question of the home environment conditions that are likely to nurture and support the development of free people. So what does it look like? What can a home environment look like when the adults practice raising free people? It's a space where people don't have to hide how they feel and they don't need to disrespect anybody, as in push past somebody's boundaries in order to express how they feel. And I want to give an example, and then I'm going to offer you specific 
characteristics of a home environment that's nurturing, raising free people. All right. So for example, Maya is 16 years old. She wants to go to an event with friends that let's say you, her parent thinks she's too young to go to without an adult period. So that's it. You state your opinion. Maya is upset. She hears you. She's even at the point where she ain't even going to change your mind. She knows that. So you've told her why you don't feel comfortable with it. You've said no straight up and the conversations about it are done. So Maya's in her room and you call to her to tell her dinner is ready. She comes up to fix her plate. Y'all don't eat together. So she's just getting her food and going back to her room. And while she's doing this, Maya isn't smiling with anybody. No formalities, no pleasantries. Maya is upset. Can you imagine that scenario? Easily, right? So in a home with adults committed to a practice of raising free people, you as that adult are not going to get on her about her, quote, attitude, unquote. You don't expect her to perform approval when she doesn't approve of what you decided, but she's still going to honor it. In that home, there's no expectation that Maya is going to pretend to feel good about something when she doesn't. No one in that house has to do that. The adult or adults in that house would back off. They wouldn't try to get her to pretend to be happy. They might try to lighten the mood, maybe try to make her smile. And if she doesn't respond to that, they'd honor that and back off. And they do that to show in action that she's expected to honor the agreements of your relationship, including the one that says you get to make choices about where she goes and where she doesn't go as part of keeping her safe. And also that none of those agreements include fronting like you are right when you're not. So the adults or the adult in that household also doesn't have to pretend that they're okay with what happened. So if you were that adult and you needed some time, right? Because the conversations that led up to her finally accepting that you saying no, they really took you there. You pissed off, you're in your feelings, you're in your body, you feel it, you need some time. So maybe you don't want to make dinner. Maybe you need to go for a walk. You let somebody in that house know and you make arrangements to be out or to make something that's easy and convenient so that you can be out sooner. You get that, right? You're making arrangements for yourself in it too. You're thinking about the feelings associated with what just happened. And instead of hurling those feelings at your kid or at anybody else, you're saying, how can I take care of myself right now? Now, back to Maya. If Maya is in that house slamming doors and yelling, because that's a part of her being upset and her disapproving, that is another story. Because now she's crossing a boundary that you set, irrespective of the circumstance or even of the emotion, because that's the practice y'all are into in that household. And you hold yourself accountable to that boundary too. That's not about needing Maya to pretend. It's about reinforcing the agreements about physicality and aggression and each of your ideas about respect. And in that home, 
each of your ideas about respect are being openly discussed, clarified, challenged, and discussed some more. And in these discussions, which sometimes come up proactively and other times just in the heat of disagreement, the adults in that home are always trying to pay attention, not always being able to successfully do this, but always trying to pay attention, real talk, to what's triggering them and taking the time to see whether those triggers are linked to things that ain't got nothing to do with your children and everything to do with your own past, your own baggage. And in that home, the adults would make time to examine those triggers because those adults know that you have to intentionally practice not just reacting to being offended by or bothered by or confused by or upset by something your child is doing. You can be offended and bothered and confused or upset. You're not going to be able to somehow avoid any of that. But what we can do is we can practice making those feelings ours first, meaning ours to solve, ours as the adults, ours to solve, so that it doesn't dissolve to something that a child in our household now has to figure out how to survive. The ways that we react to being triggered by those unresolved emotions from our own past is almost certainly something a child would have to figure out how to navigate when they live with us and how to overcome and not perpetuate in their other relationships when they grow up and don't live with us. That's some context and an example. Next, let me give you some containers, four of them actually, for some of the things that I think a home environment that nurtures and supports raising free people has. A home environment that nurtures and supports raising free people has, one, adults and children who value and honor bodily autonomy. Body parts are named and explained and never shamed. Children know that they don't have to make their bodies touch anyone else's through handshakes or hugs if they don't want to, and they're not forced to explain why they don't want to. The adults' preferred body types, whether that's about size or shape or weight, those things aren't used in ways that shame anyone in the household for what their body does or doesn't look like. Conversations about sex and sexuality are discussed often, and children are encouraged to ask questions and to listen critically. So conversations about masturbation, about gender norms, and biases. These are discussed often and children are encouraged to ask questions and to listen critically and to learn together with you from right where you are. A home environment that nurtures and supports raising free people has, two, adults who speak up for children and also encourage them to exercise their right to speak up for themselves. Children aren't expected to perform for anybody, grandparents or other family or social circles. Adults in that house encourage family and friends to speak to children instead of asking questions about children 
to adults in the presence of those children. Adults who default to believing children when they say something happened, when they say that an adult has done something uncomfortable to them, even if it was just verbally, and seeks to support children in addressing their feelings, even if it means making other adults uncomfortable. A home environment that nurtures and supports raising free people has three children who are valued for far more than their future potential. Education is collaborative between adults and each child, meaning children's opinions and preferences help define what they learn and how they spend their days. Children are told that they're important and valuable simply because they are who they are now and do not have to constantly compete to be the smartest, most charismatic, or most talented in order to be seen and celebrated. Children are not compared to other children or to the adult's broken siblings or ex-whoever's as a means of getting children to do productive, quote, things to secure their future. A home environment that nurtures and supports raising free people has, four, conversation and accountability around biases and isms that are openly discussed and prioritized. Everyone in the home accepts that they can experience and perpetuate bias and know that they're going to be lovingly called out on it. Language and community for social justice issues like racism, sexism, homophobia, environmental issues, classism, all of that are constantly being developed. This isn't a perfect practice, nor is it always even enough But the intention and effort in this household around understanding these issues and not perpetuating them is a familiar practice in that home. Children are not expected to excuse adults' biased behaviors and are not bullied or otherwise intimidated or harmed by adults when they, the children, address an adult's problematic behavior. Caring for oneself is a practice everyone in the home is entitled to, and they know it because the adults say that, and the adults practice that, and the adults support children in defining and practicing that for themselves. No one is expected to consistently put their needs behind others' needs. So in that household, reciprocity, grace, and consideration are named out loud and valued in the home. So those are the four containers and details that I can offer up inside this movement. They are written out on the show notes page, raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 125. And the comment section of that show notes page is waiting for your additions. I want you to tell me what I missed. What would you add to those containers? Or maybe you want to offer us some context. What are some raising free people practices that work in your home with your babies? (laughs) Whether your babies are littles or nearly grown, your input is welcomed at raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 125 in the comment section. Or if you're over on patreon.com forward slash Akilah, let's talk about it over there too. All right. 
add to the list or affirm the list or refute it and tell me why. But um, come over to raisingfreepeople.com forward slash one, two, five. Okay. Thank you for listening. I will chat to you next week. Peace.